Hey, everybody, it is time to play the game. Grab yourself a coffee, tea, soda, or a dull libation and step right up. Uh, tonight, have another fantastic show lined up for you with uh, the likes of Holland Vanden Neuenhoff. Uh, we're going to talk about the Oath of Enlistment. And believe it or not, there actually is something that was codified back in the 50s, and then it was recodified by Reagan. And there's actually, uh, besides the Oath of Enlistment, there's something where it's the federal employees have uh, something they're supposed to operate on. And we will get into that in a little bit. But with that being said, how are you doing tonight there, Holland, brother? I'm doing outstanding. Thank you for having me on once again. Outstanding. I love having you on, brother. It's always just like free flow of our conversation. And I guarantee, just like I do, and we don't have to insert names because we've both taken this oath before. I've taken it, I think, six times in different formats. It'll just change in one area, and that's it. Um, But it's towards the end when it changes. Uh, But it is the fact. Now, the U.S. military oath of enlistment kind of goes like this. I blank, insert your name, comma. Do solemnly swear or affirm I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, and that I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the orders of of the officers appointed over me, comma, according to regulations of the Uniform Code and Military Justice. So help me God, or you affirm it, all right? Uh, Holland, am I incorrect on any of what I just said that we had to swear to at one point in our lives? You're entirely correct. I had to take that oath in the MEP station in Dallas. And I'm pretty sure that I was the only one in the room who uh, almost yelled all enemies, foreign or, do- or domestic, while we were reciting it. Because <laughs> uh, I knew exactly what I was getting into, and I knew the line that would be drawn in the sand that I would not cross. So That's right. So anyways, yes, that, that oath still stands. In no way, shape, or form does the military inform you that your oath expires at the end of your uh, paid enlistment, that oath stands forever. And uh, as citizens of this country, and having been born and raised under the protections guaranteed by the Constitution and the Bill of Rights thereof, uh, it is uh, not only our obligation as citizens, but our obligations uh, as oath holders, oath keepers, to ensure that future generations are able to uh, to enjoy the same protections under the Bill of Rights as we did. And what we see today is a massive power grab by the corporate elite 
to alter our form of government, perhaps using a foreign power as the main vehicle who is attacking our election system and buying off and compromising politicians uh, to bring about a different form of government. Remember Eric Swalwell, the Democrat congressman who was cavorting with Feng Feng, the Chinese spy, while he was accusing President Trump of being a Russian asset, Eric Swalwell also called for a blacklist of all Trump supporters that they need to be re-educated. This is a sitting congressman, congressman who's in the pay and the compromise clutches of the Chinese Communist Party attempting to alter our form of government and way of life to take away our freedoms. This is but one example of the um, adversary that we face today. That's uh, very correct. And, and one of the things that's funny, a lot of them don't understand that heard that oath, is it says, according to the regulations, you know, President of the United States and the orders of officers appointed over me. And I put the comment there. According to the regulations of the Uniform Code of Military Justice, period, so help me God, or your affirmation at that point. Uh, if, you, if you're not a God-believing person, that is why that's put in there. And it's because a member of the U.S. military, be it officer, warranted officer, or non-commissioned officer, or enlisted, you fall under what's called the UCMJ, the Uniform Code of Military Justice. It's a temporary suspension of your constitutional rights because that is a whole different type of constitution, not really constitution, of law system. You're not under USC, United States Code, and you're not under a county sheriff. You're not under a state police or a state uh, organization of law enforcement. And I mean state in a small-ass matter of fact. And other countries definitely have no sway over you. And I like how you brought up Swallows well. <laughs> I like to call him that just because I can't stand him. Uh, he's so plastic. Um, any man who... Uh, will subvert, you know, it seems like we're going through, except with no pushback now, where is our Eugene McCarthy? Well, I think we had him under Trump. I think Trump knew. I mean, everybody forgets. Everybody except me, you, and probably Angel on this call uh, forget that Donald J. Trump, Donald John Trump, was not a Republican. He was a business Democrat out of Manhattan and he had seen how the Democrat Party was co-opted by the communists and the CCP really made inroads since Nixon through um, uh, why am I mind dumping his name the, the, the idiot with the uh, thick accent Last name starts with a K. I can't think of his name now. Um, it'll come to me. Uh, suggested during the time we had with the soul. Why don't we make inroads 
to to offset the Soviet Union. Well, once the Soviet Union fell, we never reevaluated that policy. And Bush Senior and Bush Junior, uh, Clinton started the whole process through like sell of our weapons technology to Loral Space Industries, where the Chinese actually could get a missile to fire and go into orbit. Before that, I remember when they used to blow up on the uh, launch pad yes, with regularity. Yeah. And um, you would just have this over... Kissinger is who I'm thinking of. And uh, so with that and other things, and they were very co-opted. Remember Harry Wong back in the day? who was funneling money through uh, Indonesia, mm-hmm. and and he was Chinese. And then uh, after that, you had Bush Jr., who just didn't really care, you know, 9-11, whatever. People can give him all kinds of excuses, but he just didn't care. He, he could have dealt with this back then. Mm-hmm. And then you had Obama, just who, he just gave away the entire farm. And he allowed uh, his vice president to do free business with his son as the intermediary to the Chinese, to, you know, the people over there in former Soviet client states. And that being Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan, um, even one of the countries where... I have many friends over there, and that's Ukraine. And that company was called Burisma. So, but this was an open secret. And finally, we get Trump in to try to stop all this. And I, I, I often wondered, why are they always going so heavy against Trump? And I realized, who owns all of our media, including Disney, by the way, um, ABC, Parts of Fox News. Oh, wait. It's the CCP. The Chinese Communist Party. Your thoughts on that, brother? I'll mute. Well, the Chinese Communist Party has been enacting a decades-long program to be the ascendant world-dominant power. The greatest obstacle to that goal was the United States. Knowing that they had zero chance of a military defeat of the United States, uh, much less an invasion that's not even uh, uh, can be even considered as a possibility. It would fail miserably, wouldn't even literally would not get off the ground, much like their missiles before we handed over our technology or our presidents did. Uh, They decided to conquer the United United States by all means short of military. Primarily through co-option of the political process from the top down. That was a dedicated program to bribe, compromise, blackmail, and extort American politicians on both sides of the aisle. It does appear that they have more of a stranglehold widespread perhaps in the Democratic Party, but it would be a very short-sighted conspirator would fail to buy off of both sides of the aisle. And I believe that the Democrats, uh, I mean, the Republicans are not too far behind the Democrats being co-opted 
by the Chinese Communist Party. They have done this through various means that are becoming apparent now. The good old-fashioned espionage, you know, infiltrating people to uh, acquire secrets. But much of their espionage is, is devoted towards co-opting uh, politicians and those in the defense and corporate industries who possess knowledge that they wish to know. So we have politicians bought off, you know, concentrating in particular states, including California. We have perhaps federal law enforcement compromised to some extent, because what would be the greatest obstacle to Chinese espionage? That would be the FBI, who was in charge of counterintelligence in this country. Well, obviously, a wise man, and the Chinese are wise, uh, would do their best to co-opt the FBI. And the behavior of the FBI these days uh, can only uh, assure us that they are indeed corrupted, compromised by the Chinese Communist Party, most likely. Most likely. So that program continues afoot. Uh, it's got a snag when President Trump was unexpectedly elected into office in 2016. And also his uh, uh, aggressiveness towards Chinese territorial expansion, Chinese corporate expansion, Chinese monetary expansion. Uh, and they have suffered a snag. And they are attempting to realign their forces to be in control once again of the United States government. They do have a large hand in controlling and compromising even parts of the military. I mean, what is the greatest expand, what is the greatest obstacle to Chinese military uh, you know, gains in the Pacific? That would be the United States Navy, United States Air Force, United States Marine Corps, to a lesser extent the United States Army. Obviously, we can assume that they have infiltrated, compromised to their best ability portions of the military to degrade them in their defense of the Western Pacific, just as they have attacked and compromised politicians to degrade their effectiveness in the American sphere for American interests, to bring this country down, to destroy its economy, to destroy its working class, its backbone, and now attacking the middle class and small business through the release of a bioweapon entitled COVID-19, released in 20, actually in the late days of 2019, attacking this country in 2020, an election year, the election year of a president who the Chinese government is determined to remove. So the one thing about 2020 we can keep in mind is nothing in 2020 is a coincidence. COVID-19 was not a coincidence. Election fraud was not a coincidence. And frankly, I don't think this explosion in Nashville is a coincidence. But that is still an open case. So, are you there, Kaiser? Yep. I was just about ready to agree with you, brother. And you run with that for, uh, finish out your thought, and I'll jump in on that. Okay, with so. Both feet and one thing we have hands. seen in 2020 is that nothing has been a coincidence. And we must not uh, write off anything as a coincidence. It was a dedicated plan to bring down an antagonistic presidency, a presidency, presidency that's antagonistic towards Chinese imperial aims, 
towards their domination of the globe as they see it on a corporate level, on a military level, on a territorial level. Uh, keep in mind that China is just not in the game for corporate or monetary domination. They need territory. They need land. They need arable land. They cannot feed themselves, not even close. They can't even begin to feed themselves. It's, of course, the largest population of the world with a very small percentage of land that can be farmed for agriculture to feed themselves. They're entirely dependent on a constant supply of ships and trains into that country carrying rice and other food goods. If you cut those off, China starves in a week. The whole government comes down. One reason that they are so antagonistic towards us and so aggressive is that they are so vulnerable. And unfortunately, they have a Chinese Communist Party in charge that rather than seek accommodation with the United States, they seek domination of the United States, such as the nature of communism. So we must deal with that threat. We must know what it is and we must deal with it. And frankly, I have no confidence in the FBI and their counterintelligence abilities to destroy the Chinese espionage effort in this country. What we saw in Houston when President Trump ordered the closing of the Chinese consulate in Houston, they were burning documents all night in their courtyard. And I can tell you that it has been told to me by officers on the scene, 100% confirmed, word has been passed to me at least, that what the Chinese consulate employees were burning for the most part in those 55-gallon barrel drums were false IDs, United States state IDs. They were burning them. And in an election year, yep. we can only assume that they were engaged in wholesale election fraud. I agree with you all heartedly. Uh, one of the major things I think people forget is that uh, with that consulate, they also had co-opted a large portion of academia that's why you started seeing uh interesting things like uh the confucian schools and the brand of marxism changed it was it had become more maoistic it was no longer marxism that the colleges were teaching more of what like organizations like the uh, may 19th organization the lesbian terrorist organization of the 1960s that was maoist um the weather another terrorist organization within the u.s bill Ayers and Thorn were uh, the top leaders of it who both got pardoned uh for their stuff that they did uh, whatever her name is and jamia whatever his name is uh who killed cops in New Jersey. Yeah, Mumia Jabal, uh, uh, one of them. I his name was. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I can't remember the lady's name, but she's in Cuba still to this day. And they were both Maoist. So, uh, Could it have been a Sally Shakur? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Am, am I coming in a little better now? All right. Um, no, you're, you're, you're so, breaking up, but uh, Sally Shakur, the reason I know her is because she's the aunt of the late rapper Tupac Shakur. And uh, there's a whole history with the Black Panthers and the 1 in 21 movement. 
uh, the bombings that took place with Matulu Shakur, and there's a, a lot of this uh, been coming uh, from that era, which is part of what's been you know downplayed by the media, which has I believe infiltrated a lot of the mindset of today's youth and has been part of brainwashing you know with uh, an old agenda today's youth because they're following a rapper like Tupac which I'm a fan of I love his music Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of people because of their fans of his music are taking the ideology from groups that were uh, built to completely try to destroy the system in the 60s and 70s which even Afeni Shakur his mother uh, at the end said you know what what they were doing wasn't right and she defended herself in court and won while pregnant with him by the way, he was almost born in prison because she was under arrest when she was uh, and pregnant with him. Uh, so there's a whole history there, which it has a very, you know, it has its part definitely to do with the, what's going on with today. Oh, yeah, I have no doubt about it. But um, that's why it's very important for people to realize the federal government actually has an entire code of ethics and i'm going to go through it long and by uh any person in government service should number one put loyalty to the highest moral principles and to the country above loyalty to persons party or governmental departments that means to the american people and the country more than personal gain, personal people, your party, political party, no matter what it is, or your governmental department you happen to be working for within the federal government. Number two, uphold the Constitution, laws, and legal regulations. That's the USC's, United States Codes, whether you like them or not. Um, there are regulations, and I say it all the time. Like the ATF has very few laws, but they have regulations within those laws. And anytime gun carriers can enforce those at the threat of a bullet and kicking in your door, then that regulation de facto becomes law. But people don't care. Of the United States and of all governments, and I mean small states governments, therein, and never be a party to their evasion, i.e., evading those kind of laws or you know other regulations of the United States or the small states. Correct. Number three, give a give a full day's labor for a full day's pay, giving the. Per- performance of his duties, his earnest efforts, and best thoughts. And what that means is you're trying to save the taxpayer's money. How long has it been since that's happened? Uh, Number four, seek to find and employ more efficient and economical ways of getting tasks accomplished. That's pretty self-descriptive. Five, never discriminate unfairly by the dispensing of special favors or privileges to anyone, whether for remuneration, that means pay, or not, and never accept for himself 
or his family favors or benefits under circumstances which might be construed as by reasonable people as influencing the performance of his governmental duties. I guess that leaves Biden out. He has no code of ethics within the federal system. Six, make no private promises of any kind binding upon the duties of office since a government employee has no private word which can be binding on his public duty, which means binding on his governmental duty to the people, the taxpayers. Seven, engage in no business with the government, U.S. government, either directly or indirectly, which is inconsistent with the conscientious performance of his governmental duties. Never use any information coming to him confidentially in the performance of governmental duties as a means for making private profit. Oh, wait, Congress has been doing that for years, insider trading. How do you think these people that make six figures end up leaving multi- Hundred millionaires. You know, remember Bernie Sanders? The millionaires and billionaires. Expose corruption whenever it's discovered. How long has it been? Oh, let me think. Back in the old days. Uh, tell Gunner Joe. You know, there's a guy back in the 50s that a lot of people forget about who is a tell gunner in the United States 8th Air Force. His name was Joe McCarthy. He was actually in the and United I think, States Marine Corps Air Wing. Okay, was he? Okay. Yes, well, they used he, was to a, he, was, he was a he was a Marine uh, flight intelligence officer. Okay, they used to call him Tail Gunner Joe because they had him in a tail gun. Well, he so, did uh, run a few missions uh, running the tail gun. He did. That's yep, why they called him Tail Gunner yep, Joe. Yep. And they, that was done as a slam to him, but we both know that the Air Force and the military in World War II uh both marine navy or um uh, air force army air corps were shot down at a very high rate mm-hmm. and uh uphold these principles ever con- conscious that public office is a public trust that means once you, you assume that office even as a lowly private in the army or Marine, Air Force, Navy, or Coast Guard. Uh, uh, You're doing that at the trust of the American people. And that's why they used to say when I first came in in the 80s that the lowest diplomat for for our country was the lowly private whatever because how those people in that country perceive you is how they're going to perceive all Americans. And so it was a trust for you to be able to go out and do whatever you're doing, and you had better perform yourself in a uh, manner consistent. Uh, and that's why certain laws exist. Me and Holland, I believe, have went over this before numerous times. That's the reason why uh, adultery is a crime in the military. Why homosexuality or sodomy is a crime. Uh, Also, why deviant other behaviors is a crime under the UCMJ. Yep, adultery. Yep. And uh, it's 
because you're blackmailable. That means the government can get to you. And, well, I, I guess that puts uh, old uh, Biden Biden in a predicament again with his son having underage sex, bunches of videos on his little laptop. But, yeah, nobody wants to talk about that, right? His family is completely co-opted. And they're wanting to still put him in office. Nah, he's he's unqu- most people in the Congress and the Senate. In all honesty, I will tell you this, knowing what I know, and I'm not going to get into all the facts of it, could not get a security clearance if they went into the U.S. military today, even with the relaxed standards. Your thoughts, there, Holland? Yes, of course. Uh, and the fact is, if you were elected to a, to uh, Congress and you. Uh, Curry favor with your party leadership. You could be appointed to the intelligence committee without uh, having a security clearance, and, uh, and thus you are privy to some of the gravest security intelligence secrets this country has. Executive briefings that are not public, that only you know, and your uh, co-committee uh, persons, uh, which obviously if you're compromised and co-opted, you can pass on to your Chinese handlers, as we can uh, assume was happening with Swalwell. He was on the House Intelligence Committee. He was compromised by a Chinese sexpionage agent, and we can only assume that everything that he was being briefed upon uh, in executive session for the House Intelligence Committee was being passed on to his Chinese handlers. Um, at this time, espionage investigation into Swalwell, we don't know what the progress is making or if it's going to actually come up with more names or more people up the espionage chain of command. Hopefully so, but once again, I have no confidence in the FBI to achieve so-called justice in this matter. The FBI has become a joke, and it's a sad state of affairs. I don't want it to be this way, but the FBI has become a joke. They refuse to you know, investigate interstate crime when it comes to rioting and sedition. They uh, apparently, you know, they make very few... Uh, arrests in, in the espionage sphere versus China. when they know China, and we all know China is engaged in a widespread espionage campaign in this country, and yet the the FBI makes arrests, you know, every couple years they arrest someone. That is not stopping the effort. That is not stopping the effort whatsoever. And usually they only make those arrests when they're forced to. Like the Swalwell case, the FBI was observing yep. him and monitoring him as he was carrying out and cavorting with his Chinese sexpionage handler, and yet he was still allowed to sit on the House Intelligence Committee, and thus far, the FBI has refused to come to the committee and answer questions about their Swalwell investigation, because I'm sure that yeah. any answers they could provide would be either a lie or extremely embarrassing. Oh, I'm sure it'll be embarrassing, because he was one of the big big bulldogs going after Trump mm-hmm. and the false Russian collusion delusion. Uh, and the, the, and the FBI about devoted this. half of its counterintelligence budget, half of its counterintelligence budget to trying to establish that Trump was a Russian agent. The counterintelligence Indeed. budget that is supposed to be used to fight off Chinese espionage and actual Russian espionage, because the Russians do spy on us. As of we spy course. on them, of uh, course. But they, but they spent half of that budget on a boondoggle, 
trying to prove that the president was a foreign intelligence agent or, or an agent of foreign intelligence services, which is absolutely ludicrous. And that entire investigation could not establish one point of contact between anyone in the Trump administration and anyone in the Russian government. But that is yep. what they spent their budget on. Yep. And not to, not to mention that, but Trump's first few years, everybody forgets this. It really irritates me when they do. They all forget that the first few years of Trump's presidency, his leader of the DOJ, and now towards the end of it, we're sitting with the new leader. Uh, it started out with the former senator. I'm, I'm mind dumping his name now from the South. Sessions. Sessions, yep. Uh, did absolutely nothing. He recused himself so the FBI could continue on their fallacy along with the lamestream media, which is co-opted. Um, and then you see, as we're looking through this, that now the current DOJ leader, Department of Justice leader, he, he's not going to look into the uh, any problems when now we have confirmed flights that landed with votes that were pre-printed and names were probably pre-printed. Guess all. Oh, guess how they did that? By those IDs they were mysteriously burning so badly that I believe it was in Houston where they were burning it mm-hmm. at the uh, Chinese consulate that the smoke was billowing so bad that the fire department's the one who found it with their hooks and ladders uh, when they were raising them above to try to put out a fire even though they couldn't go on to the compound. And they took pictures. There's actual videos you folks can see and pictures of what the fire department were seeing, them burning things in 55-gallon drums that were USIDs, perfect copies. That's why it was so rubbery, smoky kind of thing, like burning tires. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks don't understand. This has gotten to a level... I can't remember the name of the town now. I was just reading about that earlier today where they've confirmed now that flights came in on the day of the election and they were sent out through other flights to every state that had close elections. See, Hillary and the Chinese, remember the the big fat ankled woman in the address uh, Hillary Clinton uh, who was knee deep into some of uh, uh, Wong's money along with her husband Billy Boy uh, they always forget that she cheated during the election but just didn't cheat enough and under this election she said I would suggest to uh Vice President Biden, because, you know, he hadn't even run yet. They always like to use their best thing. So Ambassador Clinton or Senator Clinton stated publicly and on the news, I would not concede. And they even had the little uh, Red Mirage program they put out, which was the Voters Integrity Project, I think it was. 
where they no, it wasn't voters integrity Pro, uh, transition integrity project a tip, um, which we can interpret in many ways. Seeing as swallows well like to go on explorations through Fang Fang's vagina on a nightly basis. So um, we, we can we can just don't with, touch tips and we're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't cross the streams. Uh, but also, uh, another funny part is we all also know that Hillary and the old uh, leader of the uh, of the FBI, uh, Janet, uh, Janet Reno, that they were both lesbians, uh, probably with each other from rumors back in the day. And uh, so, you know, uh, the, you, you do know this, Han. They do find out now that they did find a an, an, uh, dinosaur that proved that homosexuality was not just a trait of uh, mammalians in the human form. Did you know that, brother? I'm not surprised. Apparently it happens in nature as an aberration. aberration yeah, his yeah. name was John, his name was John Kerry. They should be tolerated. They yeah. don't necessarily have to be celebrated, but yes. Right. Well, and his name Genesis was John Kerry. Was a, no, it's Genesis <laughs> was a lickalotopus. So uh, that's what they called it back in the day. That was a joke. Oh, uh, My I second guess would have been Senator McCain. That would have been my second guess. Well, McCain is a lot of things, but a warmonger being premier. But my my point is I was making a joke for some levity here. Folks, there is no way to make a joke out of any of this shit. I couldn't make this up. I guarantee Angel couldn't, and neither could Holland. Uh, If these facts weren't out there, the problem is they're out there. And 90, I'd say less than 90%, I'd say maybe 85% of the American people who don't pay attention and haven't followed things don't know these facts and you know what they're going to say we just threw out hate facts we're hating on people for things no we were we're making jokes because low-hanging fruit sometimes is the funniest way to elucidate the ridiculousness of reality your thoughts on that holland yes of course and what we're seeing now is just that's playing out we see aberrations celebrated as the norm uh, in order to degrade and degenerate society, that is that is a game plan to destroy the country, destroy the moral fabric of the country. You have Netflix celebrating the most uh, child abuse, actually, you know, and uh, you know reality shows celebrating child abuse, transgender children who are being groomed uh, to be abused, probably are abused. I cannot wait until perhaps that child grows older if he survives and is able to tell the stories that he was uh you know what he was put through because then but this is valued as entertainment but it's not just entertainment it's propaganda designed to demoralize the country even though most americans do not wish to see this material or wish to indulge in it it is forced upon us and uh becomes part of the norm moving the overturn window uh by pushing norms compromising with evil Evil wins against good because good must give up ground against evil. There is no compromise with evil. I'm not calling aberrant lifestyles evil. What I'm calling is the deliberate 
uh, celebration of Albert, of uh, Albert lifestyles in order to demoralize the country. That is evil. And we should not compromise with that. Compromise with evil just makes you give up ground. And you don't want to give up ground to evil. That's why it's trouble and it's hard to deal, you know, with evil people, with narcissists. Because compromising with narcissists just makes good people give up ground to the narcissist. He wins. But that is what we're dealing with today. Now, actually, uh, I did have a question for you, uh, Shuff, uh, given your background. And this, I'm changing the subject a little. And it has to do with the Nashville bombing. And I, I'm, not, I'm reserving judgment. I'm not going to say this or that happened. Who knows? But my question is, it has been, is the FBI the responding responsible agency to a bombing, or is it the ATF? Why did the FBI take charge of this? Well, through DOJ, Department of Justice, uh, FBI would be the lead agency, always. They're uh, JTF, Joint Terrorism Task Force. Okay. Uh, because it is uh, purpose-built. But the ATF would be the lead on the explosives because... The ATF, it used to just be called ATF, Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. There was a big joke. They weren't a part of Department of Treasury at one point. But since uh, they got absorbed into Department of Justice now, this is under Homeland, under Bush Jr., mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, they put them on, over there out of Treasury. Now, remember, they're also responsible, uh, just like the Secret Service, for... Or money, you know, funny money. And, of course, who are the best fraudulent funny money producers? Um, the Soviets and the East Germans were pretty good, but they were pikers compared to the Chinese and the North Koreans. They made the best money out there besides our own print. And now, of course, we print money better than either they can. And, and the reason why you go against counterfeiting is because it undermines the faith in of the dollar, you know, the true faith of that purchasing unit. But we've been doing that ourselves, uh, you know, whatever it is, what it is. But alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, it's not illegal for you to make alcohol. If, if you want to make alcohol in America, you can make 100 gallons of beer a year for your family, you know, per person. That's 100 gallons per person. So when my son was young... I could make 300 gallons per year of beer, okay? And I never got to that kind of levels, but I could have legally. If you go above that, then you're producing for sale, and you have to pay a tax stamp. Boom. You got to get a liquor uh, producer's license. If you want to uh, have tobacco and grow some, you have to get what's called a tobacco base, which is a tax stamp that you can grow X amount of acres of tobacco and firearms. People are under a misnomer. I hear it all the time. Oh, you can't own a machine gun. Yes, you can. You mm -hmm. have to pay a tax stamp. And that tax stamp allows you to own that firearm. But it's not just firearms, machine guns. You can own a tank. You can own artillery. You, you can, can own a bazooka. Own you, can own art you can own a mortar. You just have to follow the regulations. And you can have whatever you want as long as you pay them. It's about tax collecting. They used to be called revenueers in the 20s. But once they went over to justice, main justice, 
they renamed themselves. The B, A-T-F-E, and the E is for explosives because they have always been uh, very good at forensic analysis, psychoanalysis of people who are bombers, you know, uh, and do that kind of crazy crap. And, uh, of course, they were very silent when the lefties were protesting. And I know at Fletzy, uh, you could tell what agents came in when you were talking with them and during what time, whether it was Carter, Clinton, this is going up to um, um, Bush, uh, H.W., uh, or not, uh, not Herbert Walker, but Bush W., uh, and then you could tell the difference between the uh, Reagan, Bush, HW, and then the uh, just W guys. And under Obama, it was a pot parade of morons that came in under him because of the educational system. So, uh, you know, the military dudes are military dudes. They tend to be more level-headed. Uh but these ones that come out of college are a special kind of blue flame special. You know, the, the blue flame special is, is a fed. We used to call him that when I was a fed. Uh, the dude that just got out of college, went to school, and he thinks his shit burns so clean that it's a blue flame that comes out. Of, you know, there's no impurities to it, even though they're usually the most fucked up ones. So, yeah, that that's my opinion, but... Yeah, the bomb techs and and the uh, investigators for that stuff, they're usually following the evidence, the chemical evidence, whatever evidence that's there on the ground. Uh, They'll get to the bottom of it or they'll cover it up. Don't think they won't cover it up. It's a federal agency and it's got to go through the bad filter now of DOJ. And uh, I've seen some of the conspiracy theories. I'm withholding judgment too. It, it, it I do find the targeting and the way it was done very odd. It's suspicious to me. What especially strikes me since 18. 18- I'm reserving judgment also. But what strikes me is that the narrative was all was already being pushed before we even knew the guy's name, his picture, or his history. That he was a 5G conspiracy theorist. That was one of the first things out of their mouths, that the guy was a 5G conspiracy theorist. He believed that 5G towers were doing something uh, uh, evil or something. But we knew nothing else. That's the only thing they could tell us, 5G conspiracy theorists. Now, and now they tell us that he also believes in aliens. Uh, but we do have a picture now, and we do have a little bit of history. But apparently he had no social media presence which is not unusual for someone of his age who just doesn't want to get into it. That's not unusual at all. A bit of a loner. But the only thing that set me off, besides the targeting and the fact that there is an NSA facility in that AT&T building and that the RV went off next to a fiber optic junction box, uh, was that they started pushing this narrative almost immediately, which was looked like it was taken literally out of the monthly newsletter for the local fusion center. Uh, five, beware yep. of 5G conspiracy theorists. So yep. my uh, my feelers are up. I'm feeling around. It's I mean, hopefully it turns out to be, you know, just a crazy guy. But it was certainly an, an unusual attack. Uh, uh, 
And if it was designed to destroy the AT&T building, it was had no effect to do that. It was actually a few doors down. It was parked in front of a tattoo shop and a restaurant, actually, not in front of the uh, AT&T building. And uh, so I'm just uh, wary now that a narrative of a conspiracy theorist is being pushed before any other fact is proffered. They're letting us know this guy was a conspiracy theorist. Are your spider senses tingling? Oh, yeah. And (laughs) it's not just that. Uh, Somebody on a parlor, I I reshared it. I'd have to go over there to tell you who it was. Proffered this, and it's where he took a picture before, during, and after stills of the video. But it's from the ground level, not that one it blanks out where it all goes white because the night vision is trying to take over when it when it blanks out the camera uh but you see the manhole for at&t and i did find this this i do i do trust this information that's what i'll say on it um you see the manhole cover which is where at&t had its lines going through and i guess they were doing a forensic study on something uh I don't want to get too specific, but we all know about the voting machines and stuff. So I guess that was underway when it did. And AT&T, had to, they did have to reroute uh, some of their cell towers and stuff to different areas. This is all open source intel, so I'm not talking anything out of school. Uh, but on the ground, those pictures, and I still wonder where this guy got these this, these pictures, and he intermingles it with and even draws a circle around. Here's the manhole cover. Here's the vehicle. And that detonation, the first thing that dents the manhole cover, and then a microsecond later, the, the vehicle goes off. And then there were reports from this guy's um, somehow getting old of video. have no idea how. Probably the ATF and all of them have that. But it was on Parler, so it's open source. Um, you know, he's little circles around both vehicles and there's that microsecond where the the thing goes up in the air and then the uh the one thing that pisses me off though man is that rv anybody wasting an rv like that should be dead anyways a piece of shit (laughs) you know i could have traveled to your location and and angel's location and we could be doing this together Drinking some beers. Your that thoughts? Was a pretty cool RV. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. And that's a that's a fucking winter war wagon. I would say, and this is just pure speculation, that if there was a heist, a data heist of the junction box where the fiber optic cables were, right by that RV, that the RV could have been the crew vehicle for the heist crew, because it was parked there for several hours. Uh, and that's also unusual for a truck bomb, a VBID, to be parked there for several hours before it goes off. Um, and I, if there was a heist or some kind of operation going on, I believe the RV was perhaps the crew vehicle from which the operation was taking place, the command vehicle, and there was a crew operating out of there. Now, if you have a crew operating out of an RV, you're going to leave evidence behind, specifically, you know, in the toilet tank. 
Okay, that's all DNA evidence. And rather than try to dump yep. the RV, which is rather hard to do, it's going to be recovered probably and then DNA'd. Uh, just uh, blow the DNA evidence all over downtown Nashville. That's a good way to get rid of the DNA evidence in the toilet tank, especially if you dump uh, a gallon of diesel fuel into the toilet tank. As all military people know who have been forward deployed, diesel fuel does destroy waste matter. <laughs> so uh, that is just speculation. Yes, it does. Perhaps it was the crew vehicle for the data, data heist, and it needed to be destroyed. And also to cover their tracks. My, my biggest, my biggest thing is the remnant. Your biggest thing should be getting your connection going body. better, brother. Holy crap! And, and they were able to make such yeah, yeah. Like I said, the um, just nobody like, knows you know, what he said. <laughs> they found the body so quickly they're able to pin it on uh, somebody instantly deny or whatever the hell they want to call that right your thoughts guys well you broke up a little there I have no idea what he said um, Holland mm-hmm. yeah well I can hear everything until you said something Right. That I did not understand. I did not yeah. understand a word you said. But either way, the show is about to end, so uh, you guys uh, might just uh, want to like uh, start to wrap up smear. Okay. <laughs> like Nancy, well, nasty Nancy Pelosi would say the, the wrap up smear. Well. Uh, I will wrap up the Nashville incident. Uh, All remains to be seen. We will see what the motive is. We will see, because the motive is still unknown. Uh, We will see what what they uh, proffer as his reason for for destroying himself and his RV and attempting to damage the building. Uh, And we will see if it makes sense. And we will see if the... Uh, speculation and evidence arising out of something fishy going on with the NSA facility at the building uh, bears weight also. So, like I said, anything happening in 2020 is by definition not a coincidence. So I'm not going to dismiss this out of hand. Holland, did you see the uh, screen capture somebody posted online before it was removed from her uh, website of Taylor Swift warning people not to be there? Uh, I, I, I have seen that, and yeah. I am still trying to figure out if that is true. And uh, and I, I doubt it because it's basically a 4chan meme. Uh, and if someone did, if she did post that, I would be very surprised, but we'll see. It's rather random, though, don't you think? Uh, I mean, out of all people, Taylor Swift, why her? She, I believe she's from the area. And she has been involved with efforts to turn uh, Tennessee blue politically. She has gone on board with that. Now, I I just understand why she would post something like that, because that's a 4chan meme. It's it's, it's something done on the chans as a joke. Stay out of town tonight. Y'all are cool because something's going to happen. It also attracts attention from 
the FBI who monitor the Chans because a lot of shooters and bombers tend to post manifestos on the Chans. Um, it's a way of, uh, of attracting attention from law enforcement. And uh, I, 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 as of yet, it is unconfirmed whether that is true. And I would be surprised if it is. I would be surprised if it is. But it's interesting. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Guys, uh, take us out, brother. We're, we're about a minute away. Go for it. All right, cool. Thank you guys for uh, stopping by Castle Talk Radio tonight on uh, PSN Radio Network exclusively. And hopefully this week, me and uh, Holland will get together on my channel and do a further look. Uh, next week, I plan on having Kimmy on, and uh, we'll delve into a couple of things that need to be done. But um, that I wanted to talk about pre-crease Christmas, so we'll just hit take your coffee, <laughs> tea, soda, or adult light as you slowly exit out of Kaiser's Castle. Jump out.